Blog Talk Radio. Saturday, October 25th, 2014, and you are tuned in to our last Pet Spooktacular episode of The Misty Show, where your fun and informative source for pet topics. I think I left out a word. Here we go. But <laughs> I'm your host, Jay, and my Pet Spooktacular co-host is the lovely Dee. How you doing, Dee? Boo! Boo! <laughs> fun, Jay! <laughs> It's funny how you can leave out one word and it's the whole thing. It takes you out. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> you're good. You're good, Jay. You're good. Hey, this is called being live. When you're live, you don't know what's going to go down, but hey. We just go with it. That's just how we do it here on the Missy Show. Keep That's it moving. We do it. We we keep it moving, keep it fresh, keep it moving. It's a gorgeous day. It's mild. It's beautiful. It's sunny. Makes you just want to do a show on location. We should be out at the park or something. You know what? You went to the fair, didn't you, Jay? You I did. I did. We went to the fair last night, and we um, stayed out there a couple of hours. And, you know, actually it wasn't as bad. It wasn't as packed this year. Not as wow. many people were out there. I mean, it was still a lot of people, but you didn't have to stand in line as long as you normally do. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's a yeah, good thing. So, so we had a lot of fun. I, I may post a few pictures of the Ferris wheel and stuff. You know, a lot of that stuff that goes high in the air, I don't get on that anymore. So, you know, it's just about walking around and just, you know, enjoying the sight. That's cool. I, I participated at the fair with you guys one time a long, long time ago, and I'm still riding off of that high. So right there with you. Well, well, you know, Dee, we only got on one ride this time, and it was a ride that stayed on the ground. But unfortunately, that ride broke down while we were on it. Are you serious? It broke down because they took us around, you know, forward one time, and it was going really fast, and we were having fun. And then all of a sudden, they were like, okay, you got to get off. And we were like, we didn't get to go backwards. You know, we were all disappointed. You know, we're all adults, but we're... We're just as disappointed as the kids, and they're like, no, it malfunctioned. Everybody has to get off. So oh. I felt cheated. Bummer, bummer. They should have let you at least get on another ride for free. But, hey, the, the blizzard broke down, so, I, I, yeah, that was the name of the ride. It was the blizzard, but, you know, hey, we got to go around one good time. Oh, well, hey, maybe it was for a good reason. It was <laughs> You know. Yeah, you know, at at least we got to ride for a little bit. The people in line behind us, they got even a worse deal than us because they didn't get to get on at all. So. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. Well, at least you got a little, little, a little fun, fun fair, fun there. Yeah, yeah. We had we had a really good time just walking around and enjoying the sights, and we got the um, corn dogs and little um, Polish sausages and stuff, funnel cakes, all that good stuff. Yeah, that's my mom's favorite, that Polish sausage with the grilled onions. Did you get a Polish sausage with the grilled onions? Mm-hmm, I did with the grilled onions and peppers. So needless to say, I, I did have fun in my my mouth, enjoyed all the delectable <laughs> delights they had. Oh, that's cool. That's great. It's fair time. It's fair weather. It's fair weather, and it's that's one of the many things that we like here at the Missy Show about the month of October, and the month of October is nearly gone. It's almost here. 
We're going to wrap it up with our Halloween, and then we'll be out into turkey time, November. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, next Saturday will be our November 1st episode. So, yeah, this is our last one for October, and this is our also our last Pet Spooktacular episode for this year. And that episode is Halloween Fun and Safety Tips for Your Pet. Um, if you would like to call us live, you may do so at 347-838-8313, or you can listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash she's a torty, and that's S-H-E-S-A-T-O-R-T-I-E. You can also check out links from today's show on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash missy.show44, or check us out on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash missy show. Now, on to today's topic. This this is a fun one, but also not just being fun. It's important. We have some important tips here that people need to keep in mind. Yes. Help, great tips for your pets during Halloween. And some I didn't even consider. Well, you know what? I found, like, we probably have a couple of the same ones, but I found some and I thought, you know what? That's probably, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> that's probably a good idea. There, there, you know, there's some great things. I mean, you see, I, I mean, I just remember, and you'll probably see it again. You'll have, you know, on television where you'll see the different pictures and things of, of all the pets dressed up in the costumes and everything. And, I mean, you always see that, and it's, it's always something you see, but you always have to be careful about what you put on your pet. Yes. As I've discovered, you know, because I, I didn't give it much thought until I looked at some of this stuff, and I was like, okay, I didn't consider that that could happen. Yeah. It is. It is. Right. What, did, what did you, I was going to say, well, tell me um, some of the stuff that you found out about regarding, like, their costumes and stuff and what we need to look out for. Well, for the costumes, they just say if, if you know, and this particular um, tip came from the ASPCA, and they just want you to know that, you know, dressing up can be a big mess up for some pets. Please don't put your dog or cat, or I guess any uh, animal, in a costume unless you know he or she loves it, you know. And I can tell sometimes, because I can see the pictures, where you can tell some of the pets that are like, Hey, take my picture. And then you can see some of the pets are like, please get me out of this. Please, please help, help. Get me out of this. Please get me out of this. So don't dress them up unless you know he or she likes a costume. And if you do dress up your pet, make sure the costume isn't annoying or unsafe. It should not constrict the animal's movement, hearing, or impede its ability to breathe, bark, or meow. And also try to make sure, try to try the costume on before Halloween. So don't just, you know, get the costume and then all of a sudden Halloween night you want to throw your poor dog or your cat in something and expect them to be comfortable with it and take them out if you're going to take them out. Because they might not even like having the costume on. Because some pets might seem distressed or they might have allergies or show abnormal behavior. So you might just want to let them just put on, sometimes you can just put on like a nice little bandana on the, the dog or your cat or something like that and let them walk out like that or just let them go naked, as they say. Just let them go naked. Take a closer look at your pet's costume and make sure it doesn't have small or dangly, easily chewed off pieces that they could choke on or make sure that it's not ill-fitting. They can get twisted around things or get twisted around objects or on your pet that might lead to an injury. So just different little things like that. Just make sure 
just make sure when you if you're gonna dress your pet up, first of all, try to pick something that's not as they say constricting and make sure try to do some test runs with them just to even walking them out maybe in the neighborhood prior to Halloween just to see you know get them used to it see see what you can see in daylight before it gets nighttime to see if there's something pulling or if there's something that the dog or cat could possibly chew on or what have you, and just see how they're going to actually behave in that costume. Yeah, and I was even seeing, Dee, where they were saying about, you know, you can also put reflective collars or reflective gear on them too, you know, with it being so dark out. You know, you want them to be very visible if you are going to take them out. Exactly, exactly. Make sure that, you know, just like the little kids or some of the kids, make sure that you have something on them. Because some of the kids I see in our neighborhood, they have flashlights. So you can see them coming or going or what have you. And they have this tape. It's a reflective tape that you can buy that you can cut just like regular tape. And you can just put it on the actual costume. So say, for instance, if if Fido does break or loose, you know, because there are going to be kids everywhere. There are going to be cars probably driving in the neighborhood. And if they do break or loose, you can see them you know, going or coming or what have you. And also, please, 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 another tip they said is make sure that you have an ID on your dog or cat. Yes. Even though even though they might have that uh, um, chip in them, make sure you actually have an ID, proper identification on them. So for any reason, if your pet escapes and becomes lost, a collar and tag and or microchip can be a lifesaver, increasing the chances that he or she may be returned to you. And that would be... Just, you know, a fun time that could turn kind of tragic if you are out there and your your dog or your cat kind of gets away from you and, you know, you're out there trick-or-treating and all of a sudden, you know, Sparky has run away and, and now it's turned into a search and rescue kind of a thing for him or her. Yeah, because I didn't think about, you know, like even if you're just at home with your pet, you know, if you have trick-or-treaters coming back and forth, just with you opening the door, constantly opening and closing the door, and your pet can get agitated because even just the constant doorbell ringing. Because I know Missy, every time we'd have visitors, you know, if someone just rang the doorbell just one time, she she was just like on, and she'd be like looking at me, and she'd be all kind of excited, and she'd be like, don't you hear that? Don't you hear that? Aren't you going to go get it? And then when you imagine your doorbell just ringing like 50 times, in a night, you know, that can just get too much for them, and you're constantly going there opening and closing the door, and they say a lot of times pets can kind of get nervous and dart out the door. Exactly. I mean, I've seen that happen, where, and it was a cat, actually, where I went to someone's house. Um, It wasn't the miss, but I went to someone's house, and, you know, the cat kind of came to the door, too, and I guess being a person there or something, or, or I came in, and as soon as I came in, they shot out, and everybody was like, get the cat! So... <laughs> So we, needless to say, we were around looking for a cat for a while, trying to get the cat back in the house. So it, it can happen, and especially if it, you know, you've got people coming to the door, and there, there are lots of different noises, and people are shouting, you know, trick or treat, and you have different kids, and, and just different things that can kind of just take them out of their normal routine and normal behavior of what they're used to hearing. So that might make them a little nervous or agitated, and you know, you have you know, four kids at your door and they're ringing the doorbell, ringing, 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 ringing the doorbell, knocking on the door and you open it and all of a sudden it's a big loud trick-or-treat and blah, 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 blah. And the cat's like, holy crap, i got to get out of here. <laughs> that, would messy. that would be messy because yeah, Missy would not even let us put a costume on her. I, I just know she's one of those animals. I'm not even going to try it. Well, see, Boomer was that way. Boomer, we, would, we could put, there were certain things we could put on him that he would be comfortable in. Like he was a bandana kind of a dog. 
Um, he loved his Alabama T-shirt. Uh, Roll Tide, his Alabama T-shirt was one of his favorites. And um, different other little things that we're not going to mention. But <laughs> that he would let us, but he would give you that look like, please take this off of me now. Because <laughs> so, it would get to the point where he wouldn't even move. And I was like, okay, you don't want this on you. Let me get this off of you. So you kind of knew what he liked and what he didn't want to put on. Yeah, you kind of have to know your pet. And like I said, I know Missy, you knew Boomer. But you know what? Something else that I, I never thought about in, in my research, I ran across this, where they were saying for cat owners, especially if you have a black cat, you might yes. want to keep your cat on the inside on Halloween night or even days leading up to Halloween because um, people tend to be more prone to doing pranks, do things with black cats on Halloween. And, and you have some of these people proclaiming to be Satanists and all this stuff, and, you know, they do animal sacrifices, just all kinds of crazy crap, and I never really thought about that. But if you have a black cat, it's probably a good idea to keep your cat on the inside during this time of year. I was reading the same thing, Jay. I read where there's one particular um, uh, shelter or animal adoption place, they will not, for the whole month of October, they will not adopt out uh, cats or particularly black cats because of that very reason because yeah. of people want to go, you know, and get and come in and, and kind of, like, request, oh, do you have any black cats, you know? And, you know, they're getting wise to the fact that not everybody wants it for a pet, you know? So right. unfortunately, you know, you have to be aware of that. So they, this particular organization just will not even, you know, adopt out cats, especially uh, black cats for the month of October. And I never knew that. I never mm-hmm. gave it much thought, but it actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy to think that somebody would do that, but you know what? That's the time and the world we live in, so it doesn't surprise me. It does not surprise me. You it know what? Some, something else that I saw, um, and this was on halopets.com, um, they were saying, although tempting, do not bring your dog along for trick-or-treating. Even the best-trained dogs can become spooked or aggressive in the noise and confusion of Halloween. Children you encounter may also be fearful of dogs. Yeah. And I guess yeah. maybe that just depends on your dog's personality. You know, maybe you just kind of have to know whether you have a high-strung pet or not. But but apparently, I guess even if you have a pet that's normally friendly, I guess just with so much going on out there on the streets and, you know, children everywhere, they, they could become spooked. You know, so that's something you have to consider, too. Yeah, because if you think about it, they're probably, if they're a friendly dog, and this is me, if they're a friendly dog, they're used to seeing people, you know, and you have people in costumes that mm-hmm. might light up and make noises, and, and they're, they're, they're not something they're used to seeing. And, and so if, you know, you have a kid that's, that's a scary something, their whole goal that night is to scare you. So, you know, here's a dog and that's probably normally friendly and they probably even, you know, made a note, might, might know the dog or what have you, but that kid's going to come up and, you know, kind of try to do a scary thing to it. And that dog's going to be like, hey, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, you know. So I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. You can, I mean, I know it. you have to know your pet and that's, that's what it boils down to, but you have to understand that you're going to put your pet in a situation that maybe they have not been in before. So you might not know how they will react in that situation. So knowing your pet, use your better judgment. Use your better judgment for all of that stuff. Another thing, and I know you probably read this too, it's about, you know, treats. 
you know, because you're going to have all kinds of treats and the bowl of candy is for trick-or-treaters and not for scruffy and fluffy, according to the SPCA. Chocolates in all forms, people. We know about chocolates and, and animals and dogs. Chocolate in all forms, especially the dark chocolate or the um, baking chocolate, can be very dangerous for dogs and cats. Candies containing the artificial sweetener, and I never say this word right, so you correct me, Jay, but it's the Xol. I don't know if it's X-Y-L-I-T-O-L. I'm not really sure if I, I said that. I think I always call it xylitol. Because it reminds it like xylophone, how it starts with an X. So I think it's like xylitol or something like that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I always see it, and I always want to say X for some reason. We'll say xylitol because I trust your judgment. Um, can cause problems. But if, and this is something I really wanted to get out about this, if you do suspect your pet has ingested something toxic, please call your veterinarian or the ASPCA Animal, Animal Control Center hotline, and I have that number now. It is 888-426-4435. That's 888-426-4435. You have candies and different things sitting out everywhere, especially the bowl of candy. And dogs are curious, cats are curious, and, you know, they might see you eating it. And they're thinking, that's where the good stuff is. <laughs> and before you know it, you might be busy. You know, you might take the candy out and you fill in the candy bowl and you leave the candy on the counter or somewhere to go, you know, attend to the door. And, and you know, Fido's gone around the corner and he has the package of baby roots or what have you. So be very, very careful. But if something like that does happen, please, please, please call your vet or call the um, ASPCA Animal Control Poison Mine. Yeah, and another thing you have to consider, too, is even, like, the wrappers because yes. they can ingest the wrappers and all of that, and that can, you know, cause blockages. It can cause some, them some serious problems. So, you know, of course, we can unwrap the candy and do all of that, but for the dog or the cat, they just see the candy and they're just going to eat the whole thing. The candy itself is bad enough, but then you have to consider the packaging that the candy comes in. Well, you know, because they don't know to take the wrapper off. They just know whatever is in here. It smells good, and I'm going to eat it. So <laughs> they don't know to take the wrapper off of it. They have no clue. They're just going to eat the whole thing. You know something else I found out, Jay, that I did not know? And did you know that grapes and raisins are poisonous to dogs? You know what, Dee? I want to say, remember on one of our other shows where we were talking about, like, I don't know if it was dogs and cats, do's and don'ts, where we were kind of talking about that. I was going to say I ran across something like that or something. Well, or either you mentioned it or something. I, I thought you told me. I don't know. We could have, and I have forgotten it. But <laughs> yeah, because it's been some months back when we did that show, but I think we talked about certain things that they couldn't have. Yeah. it. I I ran across it again, which, you know, I was like, oh, my gosh, because, you know, like some, some people want to give out, you know, healthy snacks. And so you give out these little mini boxes of raisins that you might give out to kids or, or you know, trick or treaters or what have you if you have that there. But there are extremely, boxes of raisins or grapes or what have you are extremely poisonous to dogs. Very small amounts of raisins um, and grapes, of course, can cause kidney failure in dogs. When it comes to your pet, raisins deserve the same pet proofing treatment as chocolate stored in a secure container far from their reach. Unfortunately, dogs develop some idiosyncratic reactions at any dose. So I guess it doesn't really matter, you know, it could be 
a box of raisins or it could be three raisins or something that could possibly happen to them. So, um, in other words, they can ingest any amount and potentially be poisoned. Therefore, any ingested of raisins or grapes should be treated as a poisoning case. Their symptoms could include vomiting, nausea, decreased appetite, lethargia, abdominal pain, and severe kidney failure. So just be aware, just because it's healthy, you know, you might, there's still those foods out there that, that our pets cannot have because it, it's toxic to their system. I just say when in doubt, just give them some type Without. of pet treat. Don't try to give them any human food without researching it. When in doubt, leave it out. (laughs) Exactly, I like that. When in doubt, leave it out. Leave it out. Do not give it to them. And even though it's tempting, because everybody's going to be enjoying the treats or what have you, you know, you probably need to. And what I did do, what I did find out that, um, because I wanted to know, okay, well, what can you give your dog? Is there something you can give your dog? And I did come across um, some safe treats for dogs and cats. They came from the Pet360.com website. And I just kind of went on there to try to see if they had anything that you could give your dog and cat. Um, and I guess you could you could order it off of this, this uh, website or what have you. But it was just a couple of items that, that they had on there. And, and I'm quite sure they have a lot more. But these are just the ones that kind of caught my eye. It's something called, and this is where you're missed, it's something called Weewerba. <laughs> I don't even know about that. Right, I guess that's the, the brand of it, but it's W-E-R-U-B-A, Cats in the Kitchen Pumpkin Jack Splash. It's, um, wow, it's, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's for the feline friends, as they say. Um, we were over Cats in the Kitchen Pumpkin Jack Splash cat food pouches will provide that extra kick of flavor to mealtime. This is a grain-free free formula, and it's rich in, rich in nutrition and highly playable. Excuse me. I, should, I, should go. I know that was a lot to say. <laughs> it's a tuna beans. It's packed with essential vitamins and minerals and that are needed for healthy living. And it's about ten ninety nine a, a pack or a pouch or whatever, and you can get it from Pet360. Another thing, which you're probably familiar with, Jay, is Whiskas. I think I said that right, Whiskas? Yes, I, I'm familiar with that, yeah. Whiskas, they have this Whiskas Temptation Tasty uh, chicken cat treats. Um, they say let your cat give in to the temptation this, this Halloween with the Whisk Temptation Tasty Cat Treats. They are delectable treats. They have a tasty and crunchy outside and an irresistible soft center that your kitty won't be able to resist. And it's about $2.79 at Pet 360. And for your dogs, they have something called a Tail Bangers Good Dog Treat Gift Basket. Say <laughs> that three times. But basically, it's just an assortment of biscotti for dogs, dancing bones, cannolis, and peanut butter fingers. And it's this really big, big uh, gift basket. I wish I could show it to you, but it's a really big, big gift basket. And this could probably go in for Christmas, too. But it's $40.99. It's a little bit higher than all the rest of them, but it's it's huge. So. That would be an awesome Christmas gift, though. Yeah, it, it really is. I, I I saw the picture of it, and, and that would be something, if, if the booms were still here, I would get for him. Um, and they also have something called Cloud Star Wagmore Barkless Peanut Butter Treats. <laughs> I love these names. <laughs> and basically, they are just really great peanut buttery treats for dogs, and they're about $5.59 a pouch. So those are just some things you want to think about if you want to give your cat 
your cat or your, your dog some treats, try to go with what you normally would buy from a pet store for them and just make sure it's something that they can digest or what have you. And if you want to give them a treat where everybody else is getting a treat, stick to what they are specifically supposed to have. Yes, definitely. Keep all the candy, keep the raisins, keep the chocolate, keep all of that out of their reach. Because another thing is because they have such a good sense of smell, people will think, well, hey, I'll just put it up on the counter or I'll just, you know, put it in the, you know, like they'll throw the candy away and put it in a garbage can. And like how you said with Boomer, he would sometimes knock it over because he's like, something's in there that I want. So just yeah. make sure you have he the would, lid. That, that, that big head of his was just like a bulldoze. <laughs> it's like a battering ram. He was just going to knock it over. He would use that head if you would look for him, and it's in sound like you bad dog. <laughs> And you know what? One other um, tip that I ran across was um, be careful with lighted candles, be careful with jack-o'-lanterns, anything that has fire or anything like that, be careful with that around your pets because they have these wagging tails. And I know Misty's tail goes crazy sometimes, and you don't want to have, like, lighted candles or the jack-o'-lanterns with the candles in it or anything like that because they may knock it over could start a fire or the pet themselves could get burned and get hurt. Exactly, exactly. So you have you to know, keep all of that stuff in mind. You have to because, you know, they're just trotting along in the house and you have something lit and it could catch, you know, the tail on fire. So, <laughs> you know, that could be like a thing where they're just walking along and then all of a sudden they have a, a flame going with them. So, you know, just be mindful of it. Be mindful, be very mindful of, of, of your decorations and, especially if you're going to use something. I don't know if I would even use anything that had, like, you know, a lit, a lit candle or anything like that because that would just be a little bit too much of a of a hazard for me if I had a pet or something like that. That would scare me a little bit too much. Yeah, and I guess that could even be a hazard if you don't have a pet. I'm, I'm not a big yeah. fan of, like, the, the candles and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Like, we have, we have lights on our bushes, you know, right now for Halloween. We have, like, the inflatable, the lighted inflatable decorations and stuff. But, yeah, anything with fire, open flame, anything like that, especially if you have a pet, just be mindful and careful of that and don't leave them unsupervised. Also, don't even leave them unsupervised in their costumes. Exactly. Depending on if they have small parts or something, you know, your dog or your cat could chew off some of those small parts and choke potentially or, you know, and and then they just said even just having loose parts just hanging off of there, they can be running around and that loose part can catch on to something and, like, choke them or hang them or something. So be careful with that stuff. That is so true because you have a dog and you've got something that's hanging off of them. Because I saw a dog just on the, that I was going to and they were showing these different, you know, animals and costumes and he was, he was dressed as a clown, but the clown had like the little lapel things around it. And on the lapels, it had these little dangly little, I don't know, it looked like little bells or what have you. And I thought, wow. Yeah, it makes me think of a jester, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a jester, exactly. And and if that was Boomer, he would have, that would be the first thing he would be going for is the little bell. How can I get, can I get, can I, how can I get that, you know? So I just thought, mm, that was dangerous. So just, yeah, be mindful of that. Be very, very mindful of, of, of what's on the costume. If you're going to dress them up, what's on the costume, if it has dangly parts, if it's something that you think they might want to try to eat or, you know, get caught or stuck somewhere, especially if it's, if it's around their neck or something that's hanging off that, because that can just be just, you know, a potential danger hazard kind of a thing. Yeah, that's a disaster waiting to happen. So, yeah, just 
I think for me to be on the safe side, I probably wouldn't dress them up. Or what I'd do, maybe I'd dress them up and just snap a pic and then just get them out of the costume. Like if you just want a picture of them, just, just do it right quick and then get them right back out of it. Yeah, or or make the costume minimal. You know, you don't have to do a full costume. I saw one that was really cute, and they just had like a little like a little Batman mask on them. You know, just a little mask on them or something like that, or a little bandana, and they had like a little uh, cowboy hat on their head. You know, something like that. Just you just put them in full costumes. Just make sure the costume is something that's safe and that's something they want to be in, and, and and you're with them the entire time they're in that costume. Yes, exactly. It, Halloween can be a fun holiday for everybody, you know, but you just have to follow a few little safety rules there. And then it can be fun for you, the kids, and the pets. And also if you're having a Halloween party or anything and you're going to have a lot of people over, you might even want to think about separating your pet and putting them in a separate room because having all those extra people in the house, it can just exactly. be too much for the pet, just too, yeah. too overwhelming, too much stuff going on. <laughs> Give them a quiet space and just let them have their little quiet moment. Yes, because I know Missy would freak out. (laughs) (laughs) She would probably want a quiet space. Yes, she wants that anyway. Well, this has been another show that has flown by. Gone by quickly, Jay. Gone by quickly. quickly. Very quickly. Well, we want to thank you guys for listening in to the last of our Pet Spooktacular episodes. We'll bring these back next year, next October. And join us next week, uh, November 1st, and our topic is going to be the life of shelter pets. So make sure you tune into that. And also remember that October is Adopt a Shelter Dog Month. So for those of you considering adopting a dog, adopt one. Yes. They need a good home. You guys have a great weekend. Happy Halloween. Bye. Happy Halloween.